Hello and welcome to Dear Percival. This this podcast showcases Danny Severino. Yes, a character from the marvellous new novel by Mr. DJ Swales, author and poet, called People of Bloomsbury. And Danny is just one of the marvellous characters within that book. Now, the book is on sale at... Can I get any slower? The book is on sale at Amazon at this very moment. Oh, go and find it on Amazon. Download it as an ebook. Oh, it'll come flashing into your Kindle. What's it called? Kindle app. Yes, it'll come flashing into your app before you even know it. And it'll all be before your eyes, looking gorgeous and lovely. And you can read it to your heart's content. Mm. Or if you want a real, real papery thing, yes, what's it called? Paperback? Yes, that's the word. If you want a real paperback, you can have one very, very shortly. It'll be available as paperback. And you can, you can flick through the pages and think how gorgeous it is. Yes, while reading its gorgeousness. Fabulous. Right, let's make a start then, shall we? Thank you. I must say that Dear Percival is the name given by Danny to his diary entries. So, this first one is called Barakai. Let's make a start. Dear Percival, I slept a total of six hours last night. I got up to pee twice. The bald lady opposite, with the two poodles, was up all hours again. She was blasting Edith Piaf from her open window as usual, not caring a jot about anyone else in Bloomsbury. Always the same song too, that one about no regrets. Regrettably, she knew every word. When she stopped singing, the song continued, but I knew what she was doing. She's so nosy. I watched her for about 90 minutes as she spied across the street from her side of the curtains. Why is she so fascinated by the lives of others? She didn't see me as I kept the lights off. She scans the building up and down like she's trained to home in on any movement. It makes me nervous. But I suppose I could close the blinds. Sometimes I do wish I looked out on the other side of Ridgemount Gardens with a lovely view of those unidentifiable but majestic yellow trees. But I make the best of it. On my days off, if I lie on my back with my head pushed right up against the windowsill, I can look up at the sky and see the planks and platforms of Mrs Hargreaves hanging gardens of Bloomsbury. I can't wait for summer when her squash plants spiral down like leaf-covered twine. I swear that one of these days I'll climb them like Jack and the Beanstalk and help myself to whatever else is in season. Talking of which... I've really ramped up my raw fruit and vegetable intake. Today I had, here we go, three apples, two oranges, five sticks of celery, unwashed, but should be okay as I got them from Waitrose, one pane of strawberries, five cape gooseberries, almost choked on the first one as you have to remove the shell, three packets of fruit pastels made with real fruit juice. I would have had a banana too, but it was far too bruised. It was my own fault. I threw it against the wall in the druid's eye, knocking over a stand of witchy customised headbands after reading that blackened ones contain far more nutritious and complex enzymes. 
something to do with a banana's defence mechanism when unexpectedly assaulted. So I threw it without warning. Gosh, the state of it when I peeled back the skin half an hour later. I almost heaved. It was like I had unveiled the world's biggest slug. So much for that bright idea. I wonder if I can take it back to the co-op and ask for a new one. Irina came in and said, I should make banana bread. She was in good form and had taken the afternoon off from Lips of London. She now has an intern, a marketing student, who needed the space in the boutique for herself. Something about tick-tock dance routines and bringing in a whole new generation of customers. The student is also promoting Irina's new lipstick that holds up for a whole weekend of running around Chinatown shooting street food videos. Even those knobbly new Korean corn dogs, which are all the rage but play havoc with the lips. It's Guy Fawkes night tonight and I really miss my parents. They loved fireworks. It's like the end of days. The London night skies could be mistaken for apocalyptic meteor shower. I was going to head over to the celebrations on Blackheath, but I couldn't get the thoughts of all those hidden 17th century plague pits out of my mind. They freak me out. People expect me just to stroll around with a toffee apple over the thousands of black death victims buried under that innocent looking grass. Even birds avoid flying over the heath. Apart from the crows, of course, always loved a good plague. If mum and dad were around, maybe I would enjoy a festive toffee apple. Even walking over unmarked mass graves. We enjoyed them so much last time, even though Dad cursed at swallowing his filling. After his third toffee apple, he still looked like I was to blame. Mum did the same when she gulped down her new veneer. She didn't realise it had happened until she screamed after posing for a family selfie. She looked like a smiling scurvy victim. They both spent the next day at home getting them back. Dad's filling was useless, but Mum's veneer increased a whole grade in brightness after washing. Oh, I wish I could whirl around a big bonfire tonight. Like that time Mum and Dad begged me not to, but I just danced faster and faster. Mum cried, looking horrified as they embraced the historical context, celebrating the preservation of the monarchy and urging the flames ever higher. Oh, how I begged them to burn the effigy of Guy Fawkes. I didn't recognise the primal, guttural chants that escaped my throat like ancestral throwbacks. I'm going to do a genetics test to see if I had relatives in the Stone Age. Several people tried to intervene, but I was unstoppable until Dad slapped my face. He looked quite frightened. Tears were streaming from his eyes, his voice cracking as he insisted they were from Place of Joy. The next day, on the way to the hospital to have my blistered cheeks checked, Dad said quietly, We're Catholic. You should have been on Guy Fawkes' side last night, not begging the flames to claim him. That was one of the deepest things Dad ever said to me. Speaking of fire, I'm still awaiting news from the Philippines. Police on the paradise island of Boracay said they are investigating the beach pictures I came across when Global Sharon's adult-only travel blog unexpectedly popped up on my screen. I've scrutinised Global Sharon's blog so many times now, especially the picture of the Tahitian-style fire dancers 
partly obscured on the beach by global Sharon's red hair, pina colada and fraying bikini, which she blames on salt water. Mum and Dad didn't know how to do Tahitian fire dancing before, but if it was them, which I hope it is, they're really good now. At first in the video, they looked a little ungainly next to all the young kids, but they twirled their burning ropes like the rent was due, lasting longer than anyone. At the end, Mum seemed to enter into a hallucinatory state, whooping and shrieking like a lonely albatross. Somebody told me that's what the rum in the Philippines does to you, but I remember acting the same way on that infamous Guy Fawkes night at Blackheath. It must be something in the blood. Perhaps we were, the, we were Neanderthal fire guardians or something, half-naked keepers of the flames. They'd clearly been far too long at sea. They looked absolutely fried by the sun. A police witness account stated that they'd been staying in some beach shacked owned by the elders of the Atai tribe, the island's indigenous people. The same people had clammed up now, refusing to speak to the police. Global Sharon's blog has now gone down, so I think she knows more than she's telling. Please, please, Percival, let it be them! Signed, Danny Savarino. P.S. After I wrote this, I went to Blackheath for Bonfire after all! but silently decried the celebrations like a good Catholic. Thank you. This has been episode 11 of Dear Percival. Now, Dear Percival is a diary written by Danny Savarino. This episode is entitled Bonakai. It's all about the search for his parents. He will search all over the world for them. And we've got to tell you all about it. Um... Now, this book, this, hmm, this um, podcast, and Danny Savarino, comes from the fabulous new book, People of Bloomsbury, written by D.J. Swales, author and poet, um, which is available on Amazon right now, right now, as an e-book. But you can get it as a paperback very, 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 very soon indeed. You can have it as either or both. Why not? Um, so... We shall see you again very soon for episode 12, The Continuing Adventures, or The Continuing Search, <laughs> by Danny Savarino for his missing parents. Please join us again for that, for episode 12. Thank you. Goodbye.